Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bees Knees Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already, please download this episode. And make sure to check out the link in the description where you can find links to our Instagram and other socials. Happy listening! We like talking about movies and TV, or TV and movies, because we're the Bees Knees, oh yeah! The other day, I was eating my lunch at work in... Mm-hmm my car because for some reason everybody at work eats their lunch in the car i think it's because our break room is kind of like not the best like it was newly renovated but there's there's no service and it's like kind of dark and like honestly it's the same where i work yeah there there is adequate space but no one goes there yeah so anyway i was eating my lunch in my car and usually i eat my lunch in the first like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes of my break and then i go for a walk Mm mm-hmm and so I had cheese and crackers and uh, I had put a cheese on a cracker. Yes. And then I put the cracker on my tongue, like in my mouth. But I was uh-huh. looking down at my phone and the cheese fell off the cracker from out of, in my mouth. Oh, you're so graceful. Just like out. And I like picked it up, put it back in my mouth. And I was like kind of like looking over my shoulder, see if anybody else in their car like noticed that I had a... <laughs> big chunk of cheese fall out of my mouth (laughs) and uh it was it was pretty embarrassing but i've convinced myself that no one saw even though some of the windows are tinted so i'm not 100 percent sure someone could have seen but we're just gonna say that they didn't for the sake of me not having to find a new job out of embarrassment (laughs) but so i was talking to this girl at my gym and she's i want to say she's just newly 20 maybe like she's young and uh she talks to my friend who's a trainer a lot and so sometimes i'm just like there third wheel in on their conversation <laughs> and uh and it's gotten to a point where i feel like she her and i are kind of comfortable when we see each other at the gym trainer friend isn't there we'll like you know smile wave like be awkward whatever i'm awkward i don't know <laughs> and uh and the other day we were kind of like within the same vicinity of each other and so she had like came over and told me about something that happened to her out on the floor and it was something that like if it happened to me i would have cried and like left okay um so basically she was benching i don't know what she was benching it was like quite a bit of weight it was more than what she normally benches and she had asked some of the guys to spot her which like she's young these guys were younger okay so they're just like stupid boys they don't they don't care okay and so she asks them to spot her. She's like, I'm trying this new weight. You guys will spot. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll spot. They didn't spot. Okay. So she just like dropped this weight on herself and like oh, struggled. And like I had heard a commotion, but I wasn't going to like turn and stare because I try not to be that person. I'm already big for like staring and people watching. <laughs> and like, so I, I remember hearing something, but actively trying not to watch. So she came over. She's like, yeah, this happened. And I was like. Like, I don't know how you're just, like, so casual. Like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, like, it kind of sucked, but whatever. And she's like, all the guys were laughing at me. And so I was like, you shouldn't have asked them to spot. Like, they're just a bunch of idiot, dumb little boys. Like, <laughs> like honestly, you were probably lifting more than what they could spot you. Like, <laughs> they probably couldn't lift it. That's why they didn't help you kind of thing. I was just, like, kind of razzing them a bit. And then I was just like, you know, I'm so like we talked about some of her like dating things because she's like she's a free spirit. She's going to 
date people and that's mainly what she talks to my trainer friend that I'm just kind of there for so I was like oh how'd this date thing go and she's like oh yeah I went out with him a couple times and then I ghosted and I was like cool and uh <laughs> and I was like is that kind of awkward because he's at the gym too sometimes I'm like is that like awkward now because you know you see each other at the gym and she's just like no we both just kind of pretend like nothing ever happened and carry on with life and I was like man I am so jealous of your generation <laughs> and she's like why I was like I feel like nothing phases you like if that were me I would be like peeking in the windows to make sure he wasn't here because if he was here I wouldn't be here <laughs> right I would come at a different time because I was like I keep I just can't handle that like yeah. level of awkwardness yeah. She's like, oh, it's only awkward if you let it be awkward. I was like, I let it be awkward. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm let so it, you awkward. make it be awkward. I do. I make things that shouldn't be awkward, awkward. And I was like, girl, today I had a piece of cheese fall out of my mouth and I considered quitting my job. <laughs> because if somebody saw the cheese fall out of my mouth, there was no way I was going to look them in the I'll eye again. I'll never recover from this. And she just kind of like stared at me like what like she why? gave you that bombastic side eye well she's like she just looked really confused like why was cheese falling out of your mouth and i was like it just happens you sometimes. just don't understand <laughs> like sometimes the food just slides out of your mouth and you just have to you know put it back in and carry on but hope that nobody <laughs> saw because if they see then you have to quit your job uh, words to live by sometimes the food just falls out of your mouth and you just got to put it back in and carry on yeah but only if nobody saw if if someone saw the carrying on is like literally you know pick up and move <laughs> carry on by starting over somewhere else <laughs> you know it's not it's not the easiest life but i'm it very is a life. i'm very easily embarrassed i know yeah no there's a few stories of me being embarrassed and crying well there's a time i fell off my bike oh my god we lived in peterborough and basically the one like the street structure like there's two main streets that each go one way so we were on the side of it in the bike lane and like there wasn't oncoming traffic or anything so it's just like all you have to do is just worry don't get hit by a car coming behind you and like th that's it and I don't remember why, but we were like, we're going to go up onto the sidewalk. I think there may have been like a big vehicle coming and you're like, I'm scared of it. No, or I'm pretty sure we needed to just, it was, we were cutting across the street to go to the other, to the other street that was parallel to the We made the decision to go up onto the sidewalk. And I was like, all right, make sure you turn your wheel and like, you know, face the curb instead of riding up to the curb. You did not. You just, you with your wheel as parallel as parallel can be to the curb, just ground that wheel onto the curb and then fell over. Mm -hmm. And you sat there, oh, I'm so embarrassed. If, if you could please give me a better rendition. Well, see, the way I remember it is that, yes, I didn't, turn my wheel enough and I was riding along the curb and fell but it was first just like sitting there in shock and then the tears came <laughs> later when you turned around and came back and we're like are you okay and then I started crying and you were like what's the matter like you saw my knee was all scraped up and it was bleeding 
and you're like oh my gosh like does it hurt is it bad like how bad is it and I was like I'm not hurt I'm just embarrassed <laughs> and I was like for who who are you embarrassed of that maybe one car that rode by who has no idea idea who I am and just watched me fall yeah in a city of like a hundred thousand people yeah but <laughs> I am I am that like the joke okay if they had a podcast they'd go home and be like guys i watched this girl eat shit today it was hilarious and that's the thing i don't want to be the butt of the joke unless i make myself the butt of the joke by being so embarrassed yeah so i was embarrassed and uh i didn't want to be the butt of their joke or the potential to be the butt of their joke honestly i i it was late at night and i don't actually remember there being many cars at all yeah so i feel like nobody probably saw me but then the other thing i'm thinking is like what about these houses that i just fell in front of what if it just happened to be that someone looked out their window as i fell off my bike and they watched the whole thing happen they turn around and be like guys guess what i just saw i just saw this girl eat shit off her bike yeah then this guy came back to see if she was okay and then she starts crying and crying (laughs) isn't that hilarious and then they just (laughs) rode away it's the potential of the embarrassing story that someone else is going to have. That's scary. Give me another one. Of just like being embarrassed. Yep. I don't know. There's just a lot. I get embarrassed a lot. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm i getting better. Like I allow myself to be embarrassed more or like I'll put myself in things that I used to consider embarrassing and now I'm just like, eh, it's a learning experience. And I'm getting to the point where it's like, even if I am that person's funny story, likely of them, like the likeliness of them actually going and being like, oh, guess what? Probably very small. Probably pretty low. But on the chance that they do, I'm just like, eh, whatever. They'll talk about it for five minutes and then they'll forget about it and it'll be fine. You're bringing joy to someone's life. My pain brings people joy. At least you can say that you bring a little light into the world. Just with my clumsiness. Actually, (laughs) you know what? One time in high school, Mm -hmm. I was wearing those stupid like Ugg boots. Do you remember how like that was like the trend? All the girls were wearing these like Ugg boots. But you wear them so much. They have like no grip. Or at least mine didn't. (laughs) You'd wear them all the time. And there was also like, I don't know if it was just our school, but they the girls at our school like slid their feet everywhere like we were skating through the halls and i don't know if that had something just to destroy your shoes yeah i don't know if that had something to do with these boots that were like ooh, let's just slide or like what that was about i just remember a lot of girls just like walking like that so anyway so dumb like i remember being in like a science class and teacher was like calling people out handing back their like test or assignment or something yeah and uh like she called me to go get my test i get up out of my desk and i like go to walk forward but my feet kind of like slid out from under me but backwards so it wasn't like i fell up and on my butt i fell forward but like tried to catch myself so i was doing this really like 45 degree angle kind of run forward like, till i fell ooh. in front of the whole class that was like in grade 10 that's like 
in those formative years, yeah, you ate shit in front of your peers. Yeah, it was a core no memory. No wonder you were the unpopular kid. <laughs> you were just a girl that fell in class. And then uh, the teacher was so mad at me because she's like, now I have to write up an incident report. <laughs> Not, are you okay? It's just like, oh, look how inconvenient you've made. Exactly. So it was like, well, I already feel really bad because all these people just saw me and like laughed. And luckily, like because of where my name is, like my last name was, I had yeah. an R. So I was like kind of far down in the alphabet. So people had already gotten their test back. And I think most of them were looking at their own test and didn't actually see the fall yeah they just, they just kind of heard a commotion fell. and then was looking and laughing but still it was really <laughs> humiliating i mean i can i can see that i uh i don't have the memory to recall embarrassing stories um the only thing i can think of that's kind of like along those lines when i was like maybe 10 to 12 I was like me and my neighbor would always just like climb around and all of, like he had like a big crab apple tree and then just like a big maple tree mm-hmm. and uh, we would just you know be young kids dangling out of a tree jumping out of trees all of that and I was hanging off of a branch that if I were to go stand under it now I could touch like without leaving the ground yeah so it's not very tall like maybe seven or eight feet off the ground um but i was hanging off of it because i was significantly shorter and i don't know if i was swinging or what but i fell Mm -hmm. like legs up fell onto my back but my arm was underneath me Mm -hmm. broke my arm yeah and like that's already a pretty like rough incident like traumatizing like oh i've broken my arm yeah but then i had his mom being like why did you jump out of the tree onto your arm and like to this day she would say that i jumped like i maneuvered myself to fall that way yeah and it's just like the betrayal well because i remember her also kind of like arguing with your mom because she was supposed to be watching. Yeah. So then your mom was all like, how could you let my son like fall out of the tree? And she's like, it's not my fault. He jumped. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, so it's like. To be fair, we were jumping out of the tree. But but I, in this instance, I, I fell. fell. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like if I'm jumping, I'm landing on my feet. Because that's how it happened the thousand other times. Yeah. I have not once in my life jumped out of a tree onto my back. Honestly, I was a pretty idiot kid. I'm surprised that I'm still alive. (laughs) The amount of things that I did that probably should have got me killed (laughs) is incredible. Like, I used to take my bike off of jumps that, like, I had no business in the middle of the forest, nobody else around. Oh, same, same. Like, there was, there's a forest that we walk past sometimes on our walk that used to have, like, a ramp in it. Yeah. And I used to take my bike off that. And with all of my friends who were much more skilled than me, mm-hmm. who had, like, actual, like, mountain biking, like, bikes to do this kind of stuff on. Yeah. And mine was just, like, Walmart bike. And 
Yeah, mine were always like just shitty little bikes. Like they weren't I'm equipped surpri- for this. I'm surprised I didn't like bend the frame, like the, yeah. the wheel or anything like that. Just trash the bike. I know. And also being stupid kids, like how many times did you have a helmet on? Oh, none. Yeah, exactly. Like I would have my helmet on when I was within seeing distance Go of the house. Go to the end of the street yep. and leave it. Yep. Take it off, ditch it. Wrap, like buckle it up onto the stop sign. And then when you got back on buckle it and put yep. it on. So it's like, how are we not even more (laughs) dumb than we are now? Um, Or there was times like I used to go just like hiking, wandering through the forest by myself. Yeah. And I remember I'd like hiked up and it was like kind of like a cliff. Like it was pretty high up that I had kind of walked around or I had found this cliff. And then there was a tree that had broken, was like leaned up against it. Mm -hmm. So I was on the edge of it and I was like up fairly high and I was like, thinking like oh i'm this adventurer i'm gonna go adventuring through this forest and like i'm gonna do all this stuff and there was this other little kid that was with me and i was like i'm gonna slide down this tree and jump off like an adventurer (laughs) and like i'm telling this this had to be like 20 feet high that i was like sliding down so i was like this is gonna be this gonna be epic like this is gonna be so cool (laughs) and the kid was just like i'm not doing that and i was like oh you're such a baby like you don't you're not you're clearly not as good of an adventurer as i am because i'm gonna (laughs) slide down this tree and it's gonna be dope and you're gonna be so sad that you didn't do it so i slid down the tree got maybe a quarter way down the tree got massive like burns up my leg from the bark just like eating up my leg and my side natch yeah (laughs) And then just fell off. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it was like, I took, like, an angled turn, just like, whew, holy shit, this fucking hurts, and then fall off. And I was like, again, oh. I didn't break anything. Like, Jeez. I fell, and I feel like I fell hard, and I was like, I'm going to die here. Like, there was a while that I couldn't move, and I was in, like, a lot of pain. Yeah. And this other kid that was like, yeah, who's the idiot now? You fucking idiot. <laughs> and you're just like, yo, but wasn't that so cool? <laughs> like, I'm such an adventure. And you know what's funny is like all those things that I did as a kid, not once did I like hurt myself and then cry. Like I would stay there and be like the wind was knocked out of me or like took a minute to like recompose myself. But I wasn't like sobbing or crying. That was before the anxiety kicked in. Yeah. And now <laughs> I'm just like if someone watches me fail miserably, like to my like if I feel like I've failed and people saw that destroys me inside and i'm just like oh i'm so embarrassed i uh i used to do like forest adventures too i didn't have any cliffs or anything but uh me and my friends used to go out into the forest because one of them had a paintball gun so we would take turns shooting at things and then it would usually get turned around that they would shoot at me yeah um but uh, we would also, anytime we saw like a dead tree, we would just shake it until it broke. Mm-hmm. The amount of trees we hit ourselves with. <laughs> like, and some of them were not small. Like, usually like they were like small enough that you could like, as like a teenager, wrap both hands around. Yeah. And then shake it and it would just snap at some point from the vibration. But there were some where it was like, we would run and like drop kick. And then like, one of my friends dropped like a good like a log the equivalent of a log on him yeah and the only benefit was that it was dead and hollow right so it wasn't like a thick solid living tree but like we dropped trees on ourselves what okay this is this isn't adventuring this is just plain stupid i'm getting into stupid ben territory 
me and my best friend at the time, we thought it would be such a fantastic game to just like make a fist, stick one knuckle out, and, and then just each other. bash each other in the back of the head. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> like, just think of how far in life I would be if I didn't just intentionally give myself brain damage. Like, there are so many things that I remember as a kid that was intentionally inflicting pain on each other. Like, there was something that we would do at recess with the monkey bars, and there were the monkey wars. Did you ever have monkey wars? No. Okay, so it's where you're hanging off the monkey bars, and one person starts at one end, and one person starts at the other. You meet in the middle, and you st- you hang there, and you kick the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Until yeah. one falls. Yep, yep. And then someone's got to be the champion. <laughs> and so, like, I I was a reigning champion for a long time. Just kicking the shit out of kids. I feel like it's because I was so short that me lifting my leg was just, like, right at, like, stomach You're, or groin area. You were kicking them in the throat. Where it's, like, <laughs> they're, like, yeah, because my arms are shorter. So I just was already higher, right? Just so I could, like, kick, throat kick. kick throat kick. <laughs> I, it was more, like, hips and stomach and, like, groin area that I would get them. But uh, their legs were so – they had to work so much harder to get their leg up to actually hit me anywhere that that's counted. That's dirty. I'm only realizing that's why I won now is because I was so short but that was also fun but like why did we always just like try to hurt each other I don't it was hurting each other or taking each other's things like when I was in like elementary school there was like the amount of trading cards or Beyblades and stuff that got like banned from the school yeah because uh, we would break each other's stuff or take it like we would we would race for pink slips for Beyblades mm-hmm. and me and one other kid I don't remember who I and I don't remember where we went but like everybody is getting their Beyblades from Walmart yeah and just buying like the you know name brand Beyblades yeah we found this knockoff Beyblade that had probably like a four inch diameter metal ring mm-hmm. and it was kind of shaped like a flower yeah. and at the end of each of the flower petals was a little metal nub that stuck out. Yeah. And the amount of other kids' Beyblades we shattered <gasps> with those and like Beyblades eventually got banned. Um, so the only natural next step is to make bacorns. Mm-hmm. Hollow out an acorn, stick a stick in it and spin it like a Beyblade. Yeah. And let me tell you, not as fun, but... Because that's getting into, like, tops territory. But the staying power of the Baycorn over the Beyblade. I swear, we played Baycorns for about three months longer than we played Beyblades. Seriously? Well, they didn't get banned because they were acorns. Yeah. (laughs) Also less destructive. Do you remember those weird little beans that had, like... Faces, Mighty beans, yeah. And they would like flip down the tracks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you just have a track and like a two lane track and yeah. you flip them and they'd have and like a little like ball bearing inside of them yeah. and they'd flip. flip around. And they all had like different faces and stuff yeah. like that. And like, man, they don't have toys like they used to. <laughs> or like the pogs. Pogs were pretty good too. I had a pretty decent collection of pogs, but I never played pogs. It was just like a collection. Yeah, thing. we just had them. And, like, yeah. you trade them and shit like and that. like, I had some, like, 
first edition Pokemon cards mm-hmm. that somewhere along the lines got sold. Yeah. I th- like I think I had like a second edition Charizard and like first edition Blastoise. Mm-hmm. So some like rare cards that are just gone. It's so sad. It's so especially like now that I have embraced the nerd and collector side of things. Yeah. It's so disappointing that at some point in my life, I'm assuming my mother was just like, well, you'll never use these again. You're turning into an adult. Yeah. And just pitched them. Yeah. Do you know what that is for me? What? All of my Polly Pockets. Ooh. Poor little Polly Pockets. I had so many Polly Pockets. And see, that's the thing I don't understand about kids these days is how they don't give a shit about that stuff. <laughs> like our kids, for example, we will get them like their Polly Pocket has kind of been like revamped, but yeah. she's not t- teeny tiny anymore. She's like a thumb size. She's like a thumbelina. <laughs> anyway, so when it started getting big, amongst them i got really excited i was like oh my gosh Polly pockets i played with Polly pockets and then i saw it. i was like that's not Polly pocket but okay we'll let you have it anyway <laughs> so we get them the Polly pockets they come with all these like little things they're lost like all of them within a day barbies yeah. the amount of barbies i had all the clothes that i had all the accessories i had and i kept them in such great condition and i brushed their hair and they were just, they were great. And like our kids, they get a new doll and the hair is disgusting and matted and just a mess within like 12 hours. Yeah. And that's being generous. And I wish I could blame it on the fact that they have like Nintendo Switches. There's like, they have their cool digital toys. They don't care about those. But like back in the day, I had my Game Boy. Mm-hmm. That was my cool digital toy. Yeah. I also had boxes and boxes of Playmobil. Yeah. That... They, I mean, they all just got thrown into a box, but they were all cared for. Yeah. They weren't just like lost and, you know, like. Yeah, we've done the whole Lego thing and it's fun and exciting once or twice. And then they gradually just like stop caring about it and it's scattered all over the place. Yeah, but also my Game Boy was like my treasure. It Mm -hmm. was my precious. Yeah. The other day, the kids were out on the deck with their games and, uh, the oldest came in and the youngest was holding the two games. I was like, yeah, just go put them on the couch and uh, like go back, go inside with your sister. And I watched her come in and throw them onto the couch. Yeah. And they just, tum- I'm like, you, you do not understand. That's almost like, yeah, it's like $800. You just threw onto the couch. I know. And the other thing is like, when we were that young and we had like our Game Boys and stuff like that, we didn't know how much they costed. I don't think I didn't know how much they cost. No. So it's like it's not that we recognized the value or we had a more like under like a further understanding of back in currency. my day. We were just more respectful to our technology. <laughs> and like I had a Walkman. Yeah. And so all of my CDs and stuff that I kept in their books and I was like making sure they don't get any scratches yeah, or have, anything like you that. Have your big like binder of, C- of CDs. CDs. But like I still kept the cases because I liked the cases. I liked the little booklets that came with that had all the lyrics printed out and there was a different like picture of the artist or like 
some sort of cover art with each yep. song that the yep. lyrics was on. And so like you kept all that stuff too. So you had like a book of all the actual CDs that you could have on the go. But then you also <laughs> had your collection of the cases and their little booklets. Yeah. And you kept those in such good condition. And now it's like even if the girls knew what CDs were or had any like my old cassette tape collection yeah it's like they wouldn't keep it though i don't no. believe that they would keep the cd in good condition they well, would likely break it into little pieces and then glue it to something absolutely like they have their switch game cases yeah and like in my day <laughs> game cases came with like a little book that you could read on the way home while mm -hmm. you couldn't play your game and I had boxes and the cases and all that for all the games that were all just like on a shelf in a closet collecting dust, but there and in good condition. Yeah. Uh, the kids got a new game for Christmas and I think mid January, the art like sleeves had been pulled out and colored on yeah. and the, like the box had been left open and stepped on and like luckily I have a little case to put all of our switch games in mm -hmm. but like to you know protect them yeah because like they just throw the shit around they don't see give. and like the thing I don't understand is like when I was a kid I don't remember getting any sort of like instruction or lecture or or just guidance on how to care for these things I just did I just knew to take care of these yeah, things. I was an awful child <laughs> due to uh, like early 90s undiagnosed neurodivergence. Yeah. And just like confrontational parents. Yeah. I was not a good kid. Still took care of all my shit. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Is it because we care about it that they're just like, it's just like in their kid nature to be like, oh they care about it so i'm not like it's that like kind of like rebellious thing to no just... i don't think so because when they get stuff that we also don't care about they still don't care they about it. still don't give a shit about <laughs> it and it just gets worse yeah if we did not care about it their switches would be broken they would have no games to play their barbies would have their hair cut off like they... i mean i've gotten to the point where i like i can't care about the barbies anymore Part of it is because they don't even have Barbies. They have OMG dolls, which aren't the same. So it's like, whatever. That's I don't care what you do with but those. But at the same time, they're more expensive they're, than Barbies. Yeah, they're expensive. But it's like, I don't know. Like at this, this day and age, if you get a Barbie, it's just like, oh, you got me the cheap shit? I mean, I still like Barbie. I'm going to go see Barbie. Oh, my God. I'm going to so freaking love Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> I just, any time that something comes up that's like promotional about Barbie, I get so friggin' excited. And we're getting fairly close to it. Yeah. So I'm really pumped about it. And like I had bought this dress online that's like hot pink. and uh, Hot pink. And I was like, I'm going to like... I'm going to do it. Like you see people go to the theater for like superhero or like really nerdy shit like, or like Star minions. Trek or something. Oh yeah. People did that for minions too. <laughs> um, but I'm, I was like, I'm going to go as Barbie and I'm going to get this hot pink dress and I'm going to, I'm going to get all dressed up and, and just, you know, go crazy with it. Cause why not? Yeah. But then like the dress came in and it's like, it's too sexy for the movie theater. I think. <laughs> I don't know if I should. I don't think I don't that's know a thing. that I should wear it 
because it's I feel like I might draw too much attention to myself that I don't want. We should throw a Barbie movie after party. That'd be great if we had friends. <laughs> It'll <laughs> just be you and yeah, I. <laughs> yeah. We'll come home after just seeing Barbie. Uh, we'll get dressed up as you can be Barbie and I'll just be Ken. And then we'll go to bed. How exciting. <laughs> Thrilling. And like we have an event coming up this weekend. It's like a, a formal event. And so I have a dress for that too. But then part of me was like, should I wear the Barbie dress and I like talked to my friend about it who helped kind of organize this event she's just like go for it like what else are you gonna wear I was like well I was gonna wear it to theater but I feel like it's a little too much for the theater if you know what I'm saying she's like then wear it to this event I was like I feel like it's not formal enough it's like this event it's like dressy but it's like in a slutty way it it's definitely like something you would wear to the club like Mm. it's a club dress is what it is and I don't go to the club so now I've just got this like really and I like it and I feel good about myself in it. But I just like I'm like, I don't really have the setting for this dress. One I, day I will turn this house into a club just for you. I don't want that. And then we'll I'll put turn like, it into Barbie's room. dream house. Yeah. And I'll just walk around the house. That'll be my like uniform at home. You'll just walk around on your tiptoes. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, I feel like we've talked about just like our anticipation on the Barbie movie before, but I just am getting so excited for it and it's going to be here so soon and time just goes too quickly. Like it's almost the end of school already. Yeah. And like the other day I was talking about how I was feeling a little nostalgic mm-hmm. and how like you, we will never have just that like last week of school anticipation for summer feeling again yeah i i lived for that like week of winding down and doing less and less and like as the teachers are also anticipating a break from like 30 kids a day yeah yeah and it's just like you start watching movies at like throughout the day uh, like Friday rolls around and you got a pizza party. They've got like their end of year trips and stuff like that. But it, I don't know. It was just something about the feeling, like the feeling of summer break coming up and knowing that like there was no expectation of you and you could just like exist. And I know that like a week into summer break, most kids I feel like are like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I was one of those kids. But at the same time, I was always outside, always like I would get up, eat breakfast and I'd be gone. And like, I feel like I, they needed to hunt me down for lunch and then I was gone again. And then I, it was like See? when the streetlights came on, I was back. But it's like basically from first thing in the morning till the streetlights came on, I was outside. I didn't have that experience of like do nothing, have no responsibilities because every summer my family would go camping and it's not just like, oh, Friday's rolled around. Let's go get in the trailer or something. Uh, there is like a longer story, but I'm not going to get into it because it's too much. But uh, we f- had this goal to see both oceans in every province and territory in Canada. Mm-hmm. So like I would spend an entire summer in a minivan with my family yeah going from campground to campground to campground until we hit nova scotia then back again 
and campground to campground to campground and like all through like Quebec and Manitoba and then like there was one summer we went all the way out to the west coast yeah and up into like Alaska yeah and then back that's not in Canada I mean it's Canada adjacent (laughs) (laughs) then we came back into Canada and then like came back and it's just like Looking back, I, I can appreciate the experience because I've, I've seen more of Canada than most people around here. I haven't seen that much of Canada. But, like, when you're, like, eight, it's lost on you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you get, a week into summer break, most kids are, like, bored. I was just like, I am so fucking sick of my family. Yeah. I have been in this box with my family. And, like, now, if you and I were to go on, like, a road trip to, like, the East Coast. Yeah, love it. Love it. That would be great. Like, put on some tunes. Just, like, and I, I feel like that's the thing. Because my family didn't have the dynamic that I feel like our family has. Yeah. Because my parents would have, like, their shitty radio on. <laughs> I would have my Walkman on. Yeah. For as long as the batteries lasted. Yeah. And then, like... And that's the thing is batteries. We couldn't just charge them up. So it's like if your batteries died and it's a hundred kilometers till the next gas station. Mm-hmm. And that's if you were lucky enough to have your parents buy you batteries. Yeah. So it's like, I may have just been shit out of luck. Can't listen to Backstreet Boys anymore. Can't listen to, <laughs> to Britney Spears or I don't know. Just like anything good. Yeah. Good music. <laughs> and then on top of that, the Walkman was important. But it was nowhere near as important as the Game Boy. Yeah. Me and my brother sitting in our little bucket seats in the van. I had my little red Game Boy. He had his little blue Game Boy. I had my Pokemon Red. He had his Pokemon Blue. And we had a link cable between them. And, you know, like we were we were young, aspiring adventurers. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, there was a time where we were going out west and I think we got to like Saskatchewan and one of our batteries died. Yeah. But you know the rule. If one of your games dies, you're both done the game. Right. Because otherwise that's not fair. Uh-huh. Even though it's just like you learn resource management. You don't turn the sound on. Yeah. You turn your brightness down. Yeah. Because well, in those days the brightness wasn't a thing. It was just on or off. Right. It wasn't even backlit. So if I'm thinking of the DS that had the yeah the brightness but dial. Like when we were driving at night, we also had these accessories that would plug into all the little ports. Okay. That, like I had one that was like a little wraparound light mm. because it wasn't backlit, so you yep. had to light it externally. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, but if you're playing when it's dark out, your battery's gonna die. Yeah. So it was just this like ongoing struggle. It's like we're going camping. Well, get this the biggest pack of AAA batteries you can find. And once they're gone, hopefully the gas station has a decent pack of AAA batteries. That your parents will buy for you. Yeah. See, I was out like catching toads and snakes and riding my dirt bike. Well, it wasn't a dirt bike. It was a Walmart bike that I pretended was a dirt bike. Did you uh, take a playing card and... Oh, I did so much shit to my bike. 
Like, I wish that I had those little beads on the spokes for a while because I thought those were really cool. And then they weren't cool anymore. So then I, like, I would crush the can in there, too. And there was just, like, a bunch of weird shit that, that was, I would do. That was the one. It was terrible for your bike. But if you can ride over a can so that it grips, yeah, it grips your, your wheel. Yeah. And then it gets, like, lodged in there. Yeah. And then you just hear. Yeah. And no good for your your tire. No. So I was doing that. I was having like block parties with like I was playing like I'm a Barbie girl and Spice Girls and Britney Spears and all that stuff. And we'd have sparklers and it was the shit, man. <laughs> I was having a great first week of summer. You were living your best life and then throwing on concerts. And but then you expended all of your energy and all of your resources and we're like, well, now well, what? eventually all of like my neighbor friends, because like I had neighbor friends and then I had school friends. Yeah. So like kind of like our kids have a neighbor friend and they don't go to the same school. So they only hang out at home. But it's like when you're used to only spending that like couple hours after school together and then you go to spending all day every day with each other. It's just like, fuck off. I'm sick of you. <laughs> right. So it's like that after that first week, we had thrown on already too many concerts. We had caught too many frogs. We had chased each other around with worms too much. So it's like we were done with each other. And then it's like, well, I'm bored. I'm ready to go back to school. What do I do now? I want to see all my actual friends. Yeah. Like freaking Jessica down the street pissed me off. I don't want to play with her anymore. But then you'd always be told, be like, oh, just go play with Jessica. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking play with Jessica. She pissed me off yesterday. It's like, well, what'd she do? Well, she said that she was Baby Spice, but clearly I'm Baby Spice because I'm always fucking Baby Spice. So she can get the hell out of my face. <laughs> like. Fucking Jessica. I don't even know if that's what the friend's name was. It's just like another yeah. millennial girl name. Oh, I just thought of another dumb thing. Dumb Ben thing. Um, this is much later on in life. But uh, again, when we were in Peterborough, we, I, like, we went through like a partying phase. And we would usually party at one house with a bunch of like work friends. But there was one time we went to a different friend's house for a party. Because their parents were out of town. Oh, yeah. It was, I like, remember this. Just great. And, like, there are two things that I remember. One is I had a hat that said, like, I came to drink beer and, and fuck, fuck bitches. bitches. Yep. And I, I wore it because, like, don't like beer and, like, I don't got game. <laughs> and you were also with me. With you exclusively. So. <laughs> um, so I had that fun hat. Uh, but then there was also a, a part in the night where I had become so uh, overcome by the party mm -hmm. uh, that I thought it would be real fun to show off my talents. And by talents, I mean, hey, I bet I can slide face first down this carpeted set of stairs. Yep. And then I did. And I got massive rug burn all over my face. Yep. That was a good one. There's just like, there's too many stupid drunk stories to even tell. Honestly, stupid drunk stories are the best. Like I remember cutting one of our friend's hair. She was like, I need my undercut cut again. I was like, I'll do it. I don't remember that. No. At all. Well, I did it. Okay. Um, Like making Spanakopita at three in the morning. Absolutely nothing beats just like time inappropriate snacks. Yeah. Well, and like when you're drunk, though, that's 
I don't know. You just get to the point where it's like, I want to eat lots of food. Yeah. And people say, oh, well, why don't you just have like, you know, something that's like low effort, like a bag of chips or something. And it's like, no, let's crack out the barbecue. Let's make some chicken. And like <laughs> one of our friends got in this phase of like put laying out the meat and like tenderizing it. And like yeah, flattening, flattening it, it and out. then barbecuing it. Yeah, and he'd have to give you a whole lesson on like yeah. why you had to do that. But it's like, I'm so drunk right now. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I just want to have this chicken already. In the great words of Colonel Sanders, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Yeah. Like, but also like when you're drunk, why is the kitchen always the best place? Like, I feel like every time I'm drunk and I'm like hanging out, chilling with whoever I'm drunk with, we're hanging out in the kitchen. We end up sitting on the kitchen floor leaned up against the counter on the counter like just in the kitchen yeah the kitchen is the heart of the home i don't it's like oh there's that like really cozy comfy couch over there we could all sit on and have a comfy seat nah yeah see there's a comfy couch but it isn't in close proximity to snacks and more drinks that's true the kitchen it may not have comfy seating but it has seating does it have enough sometimes no but you may do but what it does have is food and alcohol. See, I'm also really impressed with his like drunk cooking abilities because I don't remember anything being burnt. No, we I like to think it was a group effort. Uh, like like I said, we made Spanakopita and we didn't burn that. But that's also because we were all there was like four of us hovered over that oven just staring at it, waiting for it to be cooked. See, I have no memory of that at all. Uh, you were probably sitting in front of the uh, stereo with one of our other friends listening to Macklemore on repeat. I don't know. That was a wild <laughs> time of our lives. Like, it's crazy. Because sometimes I think, well, it's like, how have I been alive as long as I have? Like, I feel like I haven't experienced enough to be 30 years old. And then I get thinking about all the things I did as a kid, all the things I did as a teenager, young adult. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe... Maybe I am this age. It makes sense. It start, the math is mathing. It's starting to make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, I feel like there there are periods of like two to three years where like you go those two to three years and you experience so much. Yeah. And then you go like a stretch of like five to six where it's just like not a lot going on. You're just existing. Then something happens and you go another two to three years where you experience so much. Like, Where are we right now? When was the last two to three years that we experienced a listen, lot? I feel like we are a we are getting into our next two to three years of a lot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, be positive I, about it. I, Yay! I can't handle a lot. Two to three years of there's too much lots. uncertainty. But right now, I feel like I'm too comfortable. I'm kind of stagnant oh, and just like shake it up a bit. Yeah, let's go climb a rock wall. Let's go like. Slide down a log in the forest. That's not wise. <laughs> I speak from experience. It hurt a lot. And honestly, I don't think that my 30-year-old body will bounce back as quickly as my 8-year-old body did. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of bouncing back, it'll just land Smack. with a thud. Yeah, and I'm just there forever. Just bury me here. You're, well, this is my life now. That just reminds me of the video of the lady that, like, she has like her groceries or something and she just falls and drops and is just like just strike me down this is it i guess like i'm done i'm I done i feel like i've seen that video but then at the same time i don't remember her saying anything i just remember laughing at the unfortunate event 
<laughs> is that like and then her husband comes out to like help her out yeah or something and she's like i fell because i'm fat yeah <laughs> <laughs> see that's the dangerous thing about all these like cameras now like people have like door cams and like yeah. all kinds of stuff it's like this is why i fear having an embarrassing moment because there's there very well could be someone recording it, it right it now all circles back to that bike accident you just never know who is filming you and then you're gonna be like put on the internet or something and then you go viral and then you get famous and then you get the big dollar dollar bills yo i don't think so like if you if you like if you saw that woman out in real life would you be like would you know no no you wouldn't so it's just like we just laughed at her at what her you have expense. to do is you have to wait 10 years and then you do that i'm that guy like do you bad remember luck, brian bad luck brian did that and like obsessed girlfriend yeah and it's just like 10 years you make your resurgence and be like look i'm that meme kid or I'm that guy that fell that, for like, 10 minutes. That kid that ate that sand, but it looked like he was like, oh, success. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I miss when that was like memes. Just like the out of context pictures. Yeah. There's that kid that was wearing the SpongeBob pajamas for picture day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. He's just so unimpressed. He's so pissed. <laughs> he learned how the world works at a very young age. <laughs> That'd be me. I'd be so fucking pissed if that happened. <laughs> like I look back at my old like picture day pictures and I'm just like You're so prim and proper. No, the outfits are clashing and a mess and it's like But no, but if you look at you, disregard the style choices you made. When like I, my hair is always Your hair is done You're sitting up nice and perky And you're just like So happy and chipper Yeah Like you're going I for took a that shit seriously You're going for a perfect picture it, It's just that your outfit Didn't get the memo Yeah well because I had no idea How to Like I thought that I knew fashion And I was just like This outfit is so fetch You weren't ever like The three tank tops girl though Were you? No I, I feel like I wanted to be. I just never had that many tank tops. <laughs> if I had more tank tops. Listen. If only I had My more family tank was tops. on a budget, okay? <laughs> I had one tank top. <laughs> but like I, like for the longest time, I always wanted to be an actress. So I was like, I was like, this school photo could be seen worldwide one day. It's like a headshot. I have to treat it as such. I mean, that's why I was so like proper and like posture and like thinking that I was completely slaying when the with the <laughs> outfit, but I was not. No. But you know, I also for because it was early two thousands. I yeah. also and for some reason I was like in grade six or something, but I had to have like Christina Aguilera eyebrows, so they were like pencil thin. They were freaky. Oh. And I was in grade six. So I didn't know. I had no business touching eyebrows. <laughs> let me tell you that. So they were like an inch. They were like an inch long. Just a line above my eye. <laughs> it was bad. So freaking bad. But you know what? I was like, this is going to be my headshot one day. People are going to see this and be like, what? Baby? I feel like that doesn't beat the late 90s, early 2000s, like 10 year old boy bleach blonde hair yeah frosted tips no the full, full thing the full bleach. the full bleach 
Yeah. It was, listen, the 90s were rough. All right? I think it was fun. And I've seen a lot of things where it's like 90s fashion is coming back around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's been that long. Yeah. <sighs> but like... I will never do low rise pants again. You or, will never do Or those them. like Jinko jeans. Those like big ass jeans. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think I'll ever do bell bottoms again. Like the flare. Yeah. I remember pants. I used that used to be so cool. The just big, big baggy bottom pants. Yeah. And I would have just like, you know, this super cool skate shoes. Yeah. Big bottom pants but the bottom would always go underneath the shoe Mm -hmm. and just get torn to shreds yeah and it was always like soaking wet up to the knee yeah even in the summer why was it so wet i don't know but it was just it was not a great time so i'll never do that again either like i like straight leg jeans now Mm -hmm. it took me a little while to get out of my skinnies but now that i'm out of my skinnies i prefer the straight leg to the skinnies I, but I do like a mid or high rise. I will not do low. I will say as a guy with abnormally skinny legs, mm-hmm. um, I wear skinny pants to have straight leg. I wouldn't say that's entirely true because you have a pair of skinny pants that are like too skinny. Okay. I have they're Yeah. But they're also like probably a little small for me too (laughs) so it's like they're just tight pants um but like back in the day i used to wear skinny jeans that and like when skinny jeans were the thing skinny jeans just looked like regular jeans on me Mm -hmm. because i was like i hit a growth spurt but like i didn't thicken yeah so i was just like a uh just like a walking pencil pencil bug Stick bug. That's yeah. what it is. Not a pencil bug. <laughs> if a pencil bug is a thing, cool. It's not. Uh, so I was like, I was just so like awkward. So to get that skinny jean look, I had to go with women's pants. Yeah. And like, I was a kid in rural Ontario, Canada. Did not have like, I could. I I lived in a place that did not fit the in crowd. Yeah. I wanted to be that cool scene kid with skinny jeans and like like uh what was it is it hot topic that had like the the like just the plain colored hoodies with the big thick white strings yeah something like that i don't know but uh so i wanted i wanted to be that but around me was just a bunch of hicks wearing like flared pant like boot cut pants yeah with actual cowboy boots so like what did i do well, when I went to the city, I didn't know what I was looking for, so I just went in and grabbed the first pair of girl pants I could find, mm-hmm. and they were purple. Yeah. So I was just the guy who had purple pants. I for, feel like I had purple pants for, for a, a while. long time. <laughs> I remember one time, like in drama class, and I did not like improv. Okay. I feel like it goes back to that like fear of embarrassment thing again yep. is that I would just like get so afraid of not knowing what to say or getting too caught up in like am I going to say the right thing is it going to be funny like is my partner going to be able to work with it or not I would get too in my head about it yep 
So I really liked having a script and like not having to worry about that. But improv was still part of drama. So there we had to do it. You loved improv. Oh, I fucking love it. And I remember that we were sitting in on like a younger kid's class. Like we were just hanging out in the drama room. They were having their class. And you were like, yeah, I'll volunteer with this like improv with these like grade nines or something. And like you walk in onto the scene and whoever the girl was that was doing the scene with you, first thing she said to you was just like, oh, dad, I told you to stop wearing mom's pants. And you were just like, fuck this. Like you didn't say fuck this, but you just like kind of like sarcastically threw your hands up in the air and just like walked off the stage <laughs> you're like end scene that's it yeah. didn't say anything you're just like walked in they said that you're like out of here yeah and see if i were to do that now i can just think of like i like i feel like i would just have more fun with it i feel like back then i couldn't take a raz i feel like you took razes all the time Maybe that's why I couldn't take them is because I just said too much. Because <laughs> I didn't like everybody laughed. It was funny. Like you weren't angry at it. You were laughing as you walked off. It was just like the like you weren't even part of this class. And you were like, yeah, I'll help out. I'll volunteer and do this. Like, <laughs> and then improv. this like tiny child yeah, just roasted It just me. roasted you. And you're like, okay, bye. And you went back to just sitting off in a corner like being like, you guys just do what you do then. Like, I just remember it was funny, and I was like, This is why I don't do improv because I can't handle that kind of heat. (laughs) All right, all right, throw me that line that that kid said to me, and I will try to come up with something better than throwing my hands up and just walking off. Okay, okay, so set the scene there's a child, in walks a man, awkward proportion, tall, skinny, with long blonde hair. Slightly too sweaty, uh, walks in and scene. Ugh, Dad, I thought I told you to stop wearing Mom's pants. <laughs> what? Isn't this what all the cool kids are wearing? <laughs> yeah? No? Would that have gone over better or worse than throwing my hands up and walking away? I feel like worse. Because I feel like you're, you're uh, throwing your hands up that was like a win for the kids they were Mm. like that's why it was so funny is that like she had roasted you and you were like ah i've been bested i walk off it it was better to if you did the whole oh i thought this was what all the kids were wearing these days then uh then i feel like they'd have been like he's trying too hard see i thought you were gonna go about like, I thought you were going to throw a joke about, like, getting into your mom's pants. Like, you were going to take <laughs> Whoa! it. I thought you were going to take no, it to a sexual No, we are in a way. high school drama class, Brittany. Yeah, so? This isn't, like. They understand sexual humor. This They're not idiots. This isn't open mic night. I think. local comedy Honestly, club. I feel like they probably made worse jokes than getting into your mom's pants. Oh, probably. Like, MILF and all that jazz. <laughs> So this week has been like insanely nice weather. So we haven't really had a ton of time to watch stuff just because we've been just outside and doing things. Uh, But we did start watching Black Mirror, uh, the new season. Uh, And some of the old seasons because I kind of wanted to watch them because 
I feel like because it's a show that every episode's different, it's easy to forget what you've already seen or like what the story was of that episode. Yeah. So we went back and we just kind of picked, picked some yeah. to watch. Uh, but then we started watching the new episodes. So by next week, we hope to have all of the new season consumed yeah. so that we can talk about it more. Um, I will also say that the Flash movie came out. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's basically just like the Spider-Verse where there's just like a lot of the one character and different universes of stuff. See, I saw someone on Facebook said that they watched it and that it was funny. I feel like if Ezra Miller hadn't been who they are, yeah. It had the potential to be an okay movie. Like but at this it it's gotten to the point where I will not watch that movie unless it's free. Yeah. Because I don't want to support them. Yeah. Uh and apparently it's like 95% of the movie includes Ezra Miller and sometimes it's two of them. Mm. So it's like Yeah. So I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've noticed a trend that there's like a lot of celebrities that we will they'll be in something and then we'll say oh like I don't mind so and so I think that they're like a good actor or they did this that was really good and they're really talented and blah 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 and then like the next week or yeah like a month later (laughs) all this stuff comes out that they're really shady and they've been doing really shitty shit and then we find out it's like oh I'm so glad that I broadcasted to everybody about how much I like this person (laughs) so now I'm like hesitant to say that i like anybody who's the last person that you said i really like this person then turns out they were shitty well there was some stuff about mindy calling that came out that like mm. she had like kind of like forced one of her co-workers to kiss her like th- kind of threatened like threatened his job a little bit or something like mm. i can't really remember all the details now because it was yeah. like right after velma came out i think that was when we were like we hadn't seen it. And we were like, oh, I'm kind of excited because I like Mindy Kaling. She wrote good on The Office. Yeah. And then it's just like, the show's bad and she's bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that all came out and it was like this guy had come forward that she had like forced herself on him. And basically, I don't know if she like said something about his career I don't really remember. But the point is, is like there's been some times that people have done bad things and we didn't know about it when we said that they were really good people. Yeah. And it's always immediately after we say, I really like this person. And I feel like there was a time when The Flash was first coming out and we probably talked about Ezra Miller and how like I'm terrible with names. So I don't remember the guy who plays him in the show Flash. Grant Gustin. Yeah, so I really like him, and I thought that he was a good Flash, and I didn't want to see Ezra Miller as the Flash, and then I was open to it, and I was like, yeah, like, I guess it was okay, and we had talked about, I think, Justice League and that weird hot dog thing, and then, um, and do you remember that weird hot dog scene? And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, I guess I don't really mind him, and then all this other stuff started coming out, and then I was like, I'm so glad that I just said that they were all right and now they're not yeah so you just talking about ezra miller made me think of that 
how we tend to I wonder talk who, too soon. <laughs> I wonder who the next celebrity that we enjoy who is going to turn out to be a shady song bitch. I don't want to think about it. Well, it's inevitably going to happen. Um, so I guess listeners can like place their bets. Okay, well, how about who would be the most devastating person to find out that they have been up to shit? For you, Harry. Yeah, definitely. If Harry turns out there to be... There was that bit with the nasty kiss that you were it heartbroken. It was the only time that I had ever gotten the ick from Harry was watching him and her kiss like that because i was like it doesn't look romantic it just looks gross well it didn't even it didn't look like anything it didn't look romantic it didn't look passionate it didn't have any sort of sex appeal whatsoever and i was like you've got to be a better kisser than that (laughs) you gotta be come on you gotta be who would be the most devastating person for you if you found out they were up to some secret shady shit devastating for me who just seems like the most wholesome person? Maybe Brian Cranston. That's random. I know, but like, I just feel like. Why would that be devastating for you? It's because, not like you really enjoy a lot of his no, stuff. Because I really like him as a person. I just or feel like, or maybe like Andrew Garfield. Yeah, that would be devastating. just like any of these actors who it's like they just feel like such a genuine person. Or that, like Tom Holland. Tom Holland, um, I don't know. I'm not good at thinking of actors off the top of my head. But just like any actor. Henry Cavill. Oh, yes. Like the ones like that where it's like they just seem like such genuine, nice people. Um, Any actor in that genre (laughs) of actor would be devastating for me. Yeah. Because it's just like. They are what's good in, like, the public eye. Yeah. And if the good things are not good, then what is there? Just well, bad. Well, see, I, I feel like what's devastating for me when I think about, like, oh, if Harry, if it came out that Harry had done some, like, really awful stuff, I feel like because of the awful stuff that he had done while making the stuff that I enjoy that I can't still enjoy that stuff Mm. because of how because of what was going on behind the scenes that I didn't know about at the time so now that the full picture has come to light I feel like now I can't it's like that 70s show yeah right you can't watch it now because it's like you know that he's a rapist yeah and it's just like that conflicted feeling you have when you listen to a just like a sick Michael Jackson track yeah and you're like hmm Hits so good, but like, yeah. So it's like there's just like I. That's why I was like, why would Brian Cranston be devastating for you? Because you don't really, you don't sit there and like watch a lot of his work. So I was like, for me, for it to be devastating, it's got to be someone that you enjoy their their work as well. Yeah. So that that for me, it would probably be like any of the people in like the. like the online content that I consume. Yeah, like your dungeon master guy. If if any of them were just like raging dirtbags. Yeah. I'd be pretty upset. You'd be devastated. 
Yeah, there was a while where I You'd I be gutted. Oh, I'd be right gutted. Just, just yeah. Um, there was a while where I watched like, in lieu of me buying new consoles and playing games, I I join all the other people on the internet who watch other people play video games, so I can like, yeah, get the story of it without having to buy like a six hundred dollar console and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And there were a few that I watched uh, from a company and, uh, like, three of them, like... Were bad? Yeah. And, like, it it sucked because, like, some of, like, the best content was stuff that had them in it. Yeah. And it just got wiped off the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's just shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Why do public figures have to be bad well because they i feel like they i don't know maybe they're bad all along but i feel like when you get famous you get kind of corrupted by i'm better than you so i can make you do whatever i want listen if a small town cop can get corrupted into thinking he's better than everybody else why would somebody who is a worldwide celebrity not i feel i'd like to think that i wouldn't I like to think that I wouldn't, but I also feel like I would and that I should never be a, like, public icon. Like, what kind of corruption do you think you'd be? Like, like you'd be, like, Leo and dating all these 19-year-olds and like, promising them a career? No. <laughs> That's creepy. I, I don't think I would be a creepy corrupt. I would probably just be, like, a shitty corrupt. Like... I don't know, like, I can't think of an equivalent, but it's just, like, I would definitely just be, like, the guy who walks in and is, like, now give me stuff because I'm rich. You So you'd be, like, one of those people that, like, goes to a bar or something and then be, like, it's do you just, know who I am? Yeah, do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. Ick. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not, like... A sex pest? Yeah. <laughs> You're just a look at me and my massive ego and my tiny dick kind of energy. Liz, hey now. I said energy. Okay. <laughs> you can't go into somewhere and say, and say, do you know who I am? And act like you have big dick energy. That is little dick energy. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, if you're admitting right now that that's the type of famous my person My celebrity be, name would be LDE. <laughs> and they'd be like, I don't understand. I'll be like, you will. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> All right. So like I said, next week, we're going to talk to you about actual TV and stuff. Uh, for now, you just get to enjoy our LDE. Um, so, <laughs> so let us know what your stupidest childhood thing you did. Maybe your dumbest drunk mishap. M- mishap? The dumbest drunk thing you did. Uh, and tell us what kind of a corrupted celebrity you'd be. Thank you so much for joining us this week at the Bees Knees Podcast. If you haven't already, please download this episode and we will talk to you next week.